This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. We're here in Bentonville, Arkansas. But we have a very special guest today. Um, One of our guys, our main guys, who is out in Bakersfield, California, Les Piercy, our Regional Director from Bakersfield, California, is in the house. Welcome, Les. Great to be here. And uh, I'll let him tell you guys why he's here in the region, but it's been a blessing because he came in a few days early. And we've got to hang out together. But uh, so, yeah, why don't you just tell them why, why you're here, Les, just for starters, because I think we'll put a little plug in for Romance Weekend, maybe. But one of the things we do in Bakersfield, uh, my board has elected to host what we call Romance Weekends. And we take nine couples to the coast roughly four to six times a year. And we pour into marriages because in my role, I meet and deal with a whole lot of men. And yet the women don't really have anything. And so this is a great segue for me to meet their wives and to pour into their marriages. So it's a beautiful thing. So we've had people from Atlanta, people from uh, the Northeast. We've had people from Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, come out and visit us at our romance weekends. And one of those couples was very moved, and they have a, a ranch here in Oklahoma. And they've invited my wife and I to come out and host the first ever Romance Weekend at Spring Valley Ranch. And we're excited to be here. It starts on Wednesday. So we thought, let's come out here and spend a couple days at home office, uh, see all the journey groups going on here, meet with Brian and Rocky. And today I got to see Frank from Tulsa. So it's been a great time. So I loved every minute of it. Mm, good, good. And we, we could probably do a whole podcast about marriage and what happens at a Romance Weekend and all that. But uh but what I wanted to focus today is I know, some people have heard the story of what's happened in Bakersfield, and, and but some people still don't know what it's about. Some people just think Influencers is in Northwest Arkansas. Some people think it's just in Tulsa. And so it's it's important to me that everyone knows there's a bigger movement of God going on here. So uh, I want to give them a window into what God did in Bakersfield and how your life intersected with Influencers. So why don't you tell a little of that story of kind of how it all started there at your church and and then we'll go into what's happened since. Well, uh, it was 12 years ago. I was at a beautiful church called the Bridge Bible Church in Bakersfield. And I was on the elder board. And the eight of us were on a weekend retreat. And we were going to try to see if we could solve the mountain of men. What are we going to do with men? Because we had nothing at our church for men. We are a daughter church of a larger church. So we'd been in existence three years at the time. And so it was, what are we going to do? So... I said, you know what, I'll do it since none of you are volunteering. And the pastor, lead pastor said, what are you going to do? I said, well, I got a friend in Southern California named Pete McKenzie. I'm going to call and and I'll call him right now and see when he could come up. Well, he could come up in three weeks. So the pastor looked at me and says, so what do you want to do? I says, okay, here's what I suggest. Let's the eight of us invite five guys each and we'll invite them to come up here in three weeks. Tap on the shoulder, but there's a requirement. You cannot ask anybody that's in leadership. It must be ordinary Joe, or as we like to call it, splinter Christian. A guy who comes to church every week, uh, sits on his butt and goes home and says, I checked that off, I did that. And we said, you can't, you, 
you need to invite that guy, not the Sunday school teacher, the small group leader, an elder. We wanted ordinary Joes. So we thought that if we invited uh, five each, that would be 40 guys. We thought, well, only half of those men will show. And lo and behold, we were surprised. All 40 guys showed. And then we had a speaker, which was Pete, and he brought a good friend of his up to uh, pray for him. So we had 42 guys there. And Pete gave his message on being the man God calls you to be. And I was amazed, as was everyone else. At the end of the 24 hours, he gave an option. Uh, And he called myself up along with Pastor Jeff Gowling, and he anointed us with oil, asked us if we wanted to be or he asked us if we were a man of God, and our response was, absolutely. And he stood us up and said, I'm gonna ask the rest of you guys if you would like to be the man God calls you to be, and you wanna make that decision today, so when you go down the hill, your life will be different at your home and at your workplace. And we're gonna put a bracelet on you that says, man of God. I'm gonna leave the room, I'm gonna let these two guys do it. Well, we saw all 42 guys come forward and we got to anoint, we got to pray over, and we watched 42 men leave that room as not new believers in Christ, but a new zeal for Jesus to be loud and proud. And so we asked those 42 guys um, if they would mind inviting three other guys and come back. And we asked Pete right there on the spot, when could you come back? And Pete said, well, let me check my calendar. And he said, I can be back in six weeks. So we asked those 42 to bring three guys, and sure enough, we had 112 guys come back. And they all, over 100 guys, came forward from those guys, put on bracelets, and said, we want more. We decided at that time we need to do something else than just keep coming to the mountaintop. So we started what we call our M series. We named that weekend M24. It's men for 24 hours. And then we named our next outing M6. It was going to be one Monday night a month. And it would be men at six, meal at six, Monday at six. And we invite guys to come and we'd have a guy tell their story. Well, this started happening and more and more men came. And we would have anywhere from 100 to 700 men show up to a backyard to hear a man's story. And which many of the guys here in Arkansas have been to. Uh, Rocky's been there, Pete's been there, Brian now has been there. And God just shows up in that backyard Guys feel comfortable inviting their friends from work. They're not going to church. They're going to a backyard. And so what it allowed us to do was invite more guys up to this M24 event that we were having. So we asked those 112 guys if they'd be interested in inviting three guys themselves. And sure enough, we had over 300 guys come the next event, which was six months later. And we decided, wow, we're seeing guys come to Christ left and right. We need to do more than just tell stories. We need to disciple these guys. And that's when Pete said to me, have you tried Rocky's material? And I said, who's Rocky? And he said, my best friend lives in Arkansas. He writes great material on discipleship of men. So I said, no, I'll look at it. He sent it to me. I read the first book. I said, we're in, we'll do it. So that's how we started our journey groups. Now, I had the material and we're going to the next event. Some 400 guys show up at our next M24 because men are tapping other men on the shoulder and there's there's a buzz and a fire going on in our city. Why? I think God was just choosing this town because it's out in the middle of nowhere uh, to show us that God can move anywhere. We're not a big city, we're a small city. And so what happened was 
now we're going to disciple men. What does that look like? And what we decided was I was going to invite 10 guys to lead journey groups who had never led a journey group. And again, this was 12 years ago. And I hadn't led one, but we were faithful and going to lead. So I asked the guys at the next M24 to come down and pick a leader and that they could be a part of this discipleship group that we would start meeting every Friday morning at 6 a.m. A couple buddies of mine had met for 19 years on Wednesdays at 6 a.m. as an accountability group. Some of you will remember that name. And we split up after 19 years, and each one of us became a journey group leader. And we watched over 200 men come forward and sign up to be discipled. What a privilege we've got. And we started that year. And we have men show up every Friday morning and go through the material that Rocky has written. And it has changed so many of our men's lives, I can't even tell you. I have the privilege of sharing with you that I've seen at least 700 of my friends give their life to Christ through this process. And it's all because God has chosen to move through a man named Rocky Fleming and his writings and it impact my friends in a town called Bakersfield, California, where we're only known for carrots and grapes. <laughs> so uh, you guys have been at it several years now, and, and now it's and you've to, you know it's grown. You're do, not doing it just on Friday mornings. Now it's Tuesday nights, and then you added another night, and and then you you moved outside of your existing church really to be able to reach more churches. And your church commissioned you as a as a missionary, right, to to Bakersfield. Exactly. Yeah, what happened was five years ago, um, I was running a business that I had run for 37 years. And at one of our retreats at Malibu with influencers, 100 guys were there. God tapped me on the shoulder and said, what if I had all you, all of you? You've been doing this ministry kind of part-time. What if I had you all the time? What more could I do in Bakersfield if you were willing to come on full-time? So I couldn't resist. I said yes. Didn't know if Rocky was going to ask me to move to Arkansas or Africa or wherever. <laughs> but his words were, no, I want you to stay right here in Bakersfield. And we would love to have you be our regional director in Bakersfield. And what that did was it allowed me to not just do Friday mornings, because Friday mornings my business wasn't open at 6 a.m. And if I was full-time, I could meet pretty much every day of the week. So we started a Tuesday night group. And Tuesday now, night group now exceeds our Friday morning group. And yes, it has crossed over our whole city where we have journey groups meeting every day of the week in the city of Bakersfield. Mm. It's incredible. We currently have, this year alone, 500 men and women meeting weekly going through the journey. Mm. So let's just talk for a minute about the fruit of that. You know, I mean, it's easy to talk numbers, and, and the numbers are amazing because it's it's obviously got an anointing on it because the people, men are responding and the women. But what is some of the fruit that you've seen, you know, tangible fruit that you've seen in lives? And, I, and you could probably tell 100 stories, but just what comes to your mind right now is some of the fruit of that. The first name comes to me probably six years ago, a man by the name of Ron Froelich. Ron was about ready to lose his second wife, and Ron came to this event called The Journey, Mini Retreat. Never been on a mini retreat. 
And at that point, he said, I'm going to give my life 100% over to the Lord. I'm going to trust my marriage to God. And he went home, and the journey has impacted his life in a way that his entire family has come to Christ. And I've got to baptize every one of them. Mm. His four children, his dad, his cousins, and it doesn't stop. Um, and so he's one one guy, another guy by the name of Eric Olinger, went to M24, and his world was rocked. I believe he was separated from his wife at the time. His wife tells me the story. When he came home, he wouldn't let go of her, and he held her and apologized and said he was going to be the man God told him to be. She says, okay, let go. And he says, no, I'm not letting go. I'm never letting go. Mm. And today their marriage is restored his entire family is now following Jesus, mm. which in fact he would call himself a football rat. He watched football every Sunday, and now he works with the high school kids at the church, and God has radically changed. So I could tell you story after story that's the same, and I, I'm seeing my latest. I have to tell you this one. <laughs> I have a guy who who came to us 61 days ago and gave his life to Christ. He's been in an affair with a young lady for three years and just found out that she's pregnant. She's seven months pregnant as of right now. Well, his wife, who he lives with, has been going to a women's journey group. And through the process, his wife has agreed to meet with this man's mistress, so to speak, and they met with this woman to let this woman know that she's willing to raise this family, raise this baby that she's going to have as their child, and her and her husband would take care of this baby for the rest of their life. I don't know a woman that in the world that would do that. So we got his mistress pregnant, Yes, and his wife now is... Wanting to raise the baby. Raise that baby. That. I married my husband. I took an oath with God that I was going to stay with him. And now I even know more now today than ever what God calls me to do. I love my husband, and I'm going to take care of this baby. Come on. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and she's in a women's journey group? Yeah, she's in oh, the first wow. ever women's journey group. So God is God is nuts is all I got to say. He's going <laughs> crazy in our city. Wow. Well, and, and I know that, you know, there's an army of men now that are learning to abide in Christ and are, are sharing their life with other people. And it's it started to affect the city. Like you guys have started to be called to just to, to help needs in the city, right? Tell, tell about some of the things that you guys are doing for the city. The beauty of this, since I stepped into full-time ministry with influencers, my church has supported me as a missionary. And they actually had a Sunday where they brought my wife and I on stage. And they asked everyone that had been impacted by our, our lives to please come join us on stage. And a woman sent me pictures of how many people were on stage. This was every service. We have three services on Sunday, and our sanctuary holds about 900. So... Each service was not packed, but just under that. So the stage was filled every service with people supporting us as my home church sent us out 
as missionaries, not to Africa, not to South America, but to the city of Bakersfield. So they support us as every other missionary, and it's beautiful. And and some of the things people may have seen images of is uh, what you guys do at Thanksgiving. I mean, that's just one example. Tell us about that real quick. Turkey Turkey Tuesday, is that what it is? Yeah, God put it upon our hearts to be beacons for Jesus in our city. So I think we first started out by, we, we were in the Christmas parade, and we had all the men, we'd get trucks, and we'd get 200 men that had shirts that said, Man of God, and they were... They were Christmas red or Christmas green. And we had signs on the trucks that said, uh, men of God. And because we're proud to be the man God calls us to be. And so we had these two big flatbed trucks, 18 wheelers, and we were in the Christmas parade and we'd just be shouting Jesus out. And we got tons of recognition for that about being crazy about our faith. Uh, As a result of that, Uh, more things started to happen. We decided to start feeding our city. And we decided to start giving turkey meals away to homeless people or actually just needy families in the school system. So currently today, uh, we buy uh, 1,200 turkeys, toms, the big ones, and we completely feed 1,200 homes with full-on turkey meals where we cook them, we have 22 deep pits that are 10 feet deep. And when you tell a man that we're going to go do something, they have such great ideas and way bigger than I. And they run with it and they love it. I've never, it's, I like to call it, it's boys with their toys. And they bring out these huge cranes and they lift these baskets into these holes in the ground to cook 1,200 turkeys. And we based them prior to doing that. So we'll get anywhere from 500 to 1,300 people will come out and help us get the turkeys ready. And then we deliver them Thanksgiving morning. And it's mainly men, but they bring their families. And Mm. probably one of the big things I would say is when you reach the man, you really reach his whole family. I've learned through statistics that if you lead a child to Christ, uh, 3% of his family will come to know Jesus. If you lead a woman to Christ, 17% of her family will come to know Jesus. But if you lead a man to Christ, 93% of his family will come to know Christ. Well, that's what I get to see. And our church has gone from a church of 400 to a church of 3,500. And it's as a result of the man becoming the spiritual leader in his home. So how do we do these things that are in our city? The men all want to do. They all want to go. And so we're reckless for Jesus. Mm. Well, you know, uh, every time we have a national event, you know, you're always bringing your guys, you know, whether it be in Malibu or back here in Soto or wherever, uh, or you've taken some guys to Atlanta for that solely business, uh, business men's conference. But everybody always says, what is it with these guys? And, uh, and even other influencer regions are saying, what is it about these guys? So what do you think might be a little different in Bakersfield even than some of your, your fellow regions out there? Same curriculum. We're all, go, we're all learning to abide in Christ, but there seems to be something a little extra with those guys, and I, I just want to know what it is. I think we all have the capability to have it. We always get asked the question, what are you guys drinking? We want some of that juice. And everyone's available to have it. It's the juice Jesus provides. 
and we're excited about it. We take it seriously. My guys are vulnerable. They share their ugly stories and God has rescued them from it. And they're not afraid to share it and then live it out. And so they not only have it within themselves because the Holy Spirit lives in each and every one of them, but now they're ready to go to the streets and really do business. They're not, as I learned when I was a kid, and hide it under a bushel. No, I'm gonna let it shine. They replicate that song like crazy, and they just get it. You think it's you think it's maybe because you're reaching a lot of really broken men. I mean, you know, you know, there's this verse that talks about the one who's been forgiven much has can forgive the most. You know what I mean? Well, there's no question. <laughs> All of us in Bakersfield need it. Yeah, and we are broken. And I think vulnerability starts at the top. And if Les Piercy is willing to be vulnerable with his men, then those men will be vulnerable. If Les Piercy's willing to go to those that have none and share his coat with them, the guys that chase after Jesus with me will follow. So we've been on Venice Beach handing out what we call a bag in a bag. We buy sleeping bags by the thousands and we hand a sleeping bag out and a lunch bag and we pray over people. And everyone looks at us that's from any other state besides California and says, you guys are nuts. Mm -hmm. The guys from Arkansas and Tulsa, when they went with us, they were like, are you sure, Les? And there was question all the way, but my guys are ready to go wherever to share Jesus. And they see the impact in their own life and they're willing to share it. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I'm remembering uh, the one Malibu when you and Frank came up with the idea of the free hugs today t-shirts and going yeah. all over the streets of Malibu and all that. And, and, it, and it was so, it got so many people out of their comfort zone, but it, but it was great. It was awesome. I, I like to say, you know, Rocky writes about this. It's plain and simple. It's in our journey material. It's called Live It Out. And I think that that's what we're called to do. Just many don't. As I said earlier, there's a lot of us that are splinter Christians. We simply sit in the pew and we cruise to heaven. We just don't see life that way. We see we're here for a bigger purpose and that's to share what Jesus has given us to others. Hmm. So uh, what what do you see coming in the future? Do you, I mean, what do, what do you think? I mean, I know it's growing and all that. Do you have any, any visions of, of where this is heading? Uh, of course, you're watching what's happening in other cities too, but. Any thoughts about that? From a vision standpoint, we're extremely excited because God has uh, blessed our city with now a whole lot of men. I don't even know the number of men that have been through the journey. But our, our city's on fire for Jesus. So many other churches, uh, as we've stepped outside the church that we're currently in, we operate out of Bakersfield Christian High School. So we're not on campus of a church now. And so other churches have now welcomed us in and in doing that the other reason we did that is because we were bringing on what we call solely business it's the business of souls and we are now having three retreats a year and the vision we have is god is moving through that process like i've never seen a man that goes to solely who knew nothing about the journey now goes to this weekend retreat there's 140 guys there when they come down the hill the question is, what's next? And they are so moved by what God has done in their life while on that hill, 
that we plug them in the journey groups and we're just looking at how we can accommodate all these guys. We started with doing solely business twice a year and as of two months ago, we increased it to three times because this is the only thing we've ever charged for that we do and it's sold out the day we open it up. So the demand is great mm. and it's amazing. I love it. People want Jesus. The demand is great. <laughs> so, so solely business, and, and I've been to it up in Canada. But you know, so it's a transformation weekend, and and you have found and, and that it, it provides a good on ramp uh, for a guy to go into the journey and and even deepen his faith and his discipleship. Our whole focus is how do you get a man into a journey group? We believe a hundred percent in the tap on the shoulder, and you invite another brother that you know. Well, in a city our size, we have to create ways to invite more of those men. And so Solely Business was a way that just not the people from the church we go to will go to, but citywide men will go to now because it's not affiliated with a particular church. And so it is a beautiful thing for men from all over the city. And what does that do? I've had a pastor just two weeks ago call me and say, Les, I got to meet. I said, what in the world is going on? What is happening with all these men that are getting plugged into the journey, influencers, solely business? What is all this stuff? We want to know, and we want you to come here because our men are getting on fire, and we want to know how. And I, my simple answer, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. That's it. I'll come, but it's just him. There's no secret plan here. There's no secret sauce. There's not any, even any Thousand Island. It's just straight Jesus. Mm. Well, and the thing that struck me when I've been out with you guys, which we were there last week, is uh, the community. You know, there's a, there's a real community. And this is what every church is dying for, is for their people to have community like that. And I guess you guys are living life together and spending time together and all the time, right? I mean, Brian, that's a really good point. We are different. Uh, when we started the Journey Groups 12 years ago, no one gave us a model to follow. We didn't know, so we just started. And we meet every week, every Friday. But once a month, we meet on Monday nights for a dinner. I probably see the majority of my guys three times a week. And we worship together. And uh, honestly, we play together. We serve together. And it it is a family. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the body of Christ. And we meet together often. And our wives meet. It's a beautiful thing. It's not just the men. Yeah. And it's spilling over with women doing groups and and all that. So, well, uh, I would say this. There's been more people who've come out of Bakersfield who've contacted me here at the Global Office about how do we get the journey started where I am, you know. Uh, Because they've gotten a taste of something there in Bakersfield and then their job transfers them away or whatever. So, it's a testimony to, to the beauty of what's happening there in Bakersfield. So, um, and 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 the, now this relationship with Solely Business and all that, which is spawning groups up in Canada and maybe Atlanta. So it's it's really been exciting to see. But it just started with with one guy or one church deciding they want a men's ministry and grabbing a guy like Les Piercy to go lead the charge and look what's happened. Well, I'm no different than the rest of the guys. God has radically moved in my life. I oftentimes get shown as the leader, but I'm just another guy that Jesus has impacted, and I take it serious. And I love 
and have passion for Jesus with all my heart. Now that I've gone in full-time ministry, as they call it, I always thought, Brian, I was in full-time ministry. Isn't that what being a believer in Jesus is? Isn't it full-time? I never heard of a part-time. Part-time believer. Yeah, I'm a part-time believer. So being in full-time ministry uh, simply said to me, actually, the hardest question I have is people say, where do you work? And I have a hard time answering that because I can't call this work. This is called passion, my passion for Jesus, because God, Jesus, have radically changed my life. And why wouldn't I want to share it with someone else? I go back to to the, I want to call them, the guys in Vegas, uh, Penn and Teller, yeah. um, where he asked the guy after one of the groups, after one of his shows, a guy was down front, and he'd been there several times in a row, and he went... And he saw him, he says, hey, I've noticed you've been here every show. He says, what's going on? He says, I'm just praying for you. And I think it was Penn who asked him, he said, well, let me ask you a question. If you really believe this stuff about Jesus, that he died for your sin, you're going to live in eternity forever, if that's really true, wouldn't you be telling everybody about it? And the guy looked at him and simply responded, that's why I'm here. Mm. And so for that, let's call him um, Penn, to say that and recognize that. He's right. We have the gift of life. Why aren't we telling everybody about it? We should be. Mm -hmm. If we truly believe it, we would be. And we feel in Bakersfield that we got something to tell. Mm. And so we're not going to stop telling it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, Les. Well, thank you for all your leadership and, and your encouragement and, and just your inspiration. So, uh, And I, I would tell all you out there, if, if you want to uh, – Get plugged into a solely business, which is in California and Atlanta, and is where else is it? Uh, is North Carolina maybe? It's in North Carolina, Tennessee, and currently started up in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah, Ottawa, Canada, which I'm going next week actually Beautiful. to go be part of that. So, if you're inter interested in that, you can find solely business S O U L Y business online. Uh, and it's a great weekend retreat. Um, but if you'd like to also get in contact with Les, you can find Les on our website. Influencers Bakersfield has a page on the influencers.org website, and you could contact him as well. So anyway, well, thank you, Les, for your time today. Uh, it's been a privilege. Brian, thank you. Thank you for your leadership, your friendship, and I love being with you. Yeah, thank you, brother. Well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. Uh, if you're listening on our uh, website, I want to make sure you know that you can do it on your smartphone as well. Just go to go to your podcast app and type in Influencers Global Ministries. Uh, of course, you can go to the influencers.org website and uh, if you have any questions for us or anything you'd, you'd need from us. So we'd love to help you where you are to, to start what happened with one man, Les Piercy, could happen in your city. So if you're out there and there's no journey groups in your area, we hope you will, will pray about being taking the lead on that. So anyway, again, I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.